Hi everyone, welcome back to Idol Talk, where we explore South Korean pop culture one obsession at a time. My name is Nathan, and I'm your host. Hey everyone, I'm Chris, and I just listened to the new Gene Zero single that, I don't know how long it came out, but it's so good. That's it. I think it just came out today. Did it? I listened to it on my car ride home from getting my oil changed, and yeah, it was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Gabe. Um, Hey everyone, it's Gabe, and... I also listened to the new Jeans song last night in the wee hours of the morning, and it is not good. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm not surprised. Um, uh, not surprised at all. I'm the curious. Differences of opinions. The chorus I'm, is I'm literally curious. Coca-Cola is tasty. I knew it. I knew that was going to be the part that you were going to pick out, because that was also Oh, but this is like... an ad, isn't it? Uh, yeah, but there... Is like, it? It, it, it's a sponsorship a Zero collab, ad? but like Nathan, you know, there have been other like That's collab true. songs that are actually pretty good without That's being true. like obvious Aww. that they're collab songs. So, like Enjoy Air- Your Flight, Air- Korea. I was just gonna say Airport Safety. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> there are good. And hints. then there's the um, So You Eyes One Pepsi ad. That's right. That yeah. That's right. Okay, so. Um, Ashley is not here with us today, but we have everyone's favorite host, co-host back, at least for one episode. We're trying to get her back more often, but Casey is with us. Casey, do you want to say hello to the listeners? Hello, it's Casey. I'm back. For our new listeners, I am a former host, um, and I retired. For our (laughs) previous existing listeners, I'm back. Yay, we're so happy to have you. (laughs) Yay! And it's also Taman's enlistment finishing day on this exact day of our recording. So So that's why I'm back. (laughs) That's why Casey's back and that's why Casey is celebrating. And we're going to use this episode to just catch up with her so that new listeners can get to know her. We can kind of see what she's been up to in the K-pop world for the last couple of months. Um, but before we do that, uh, we also want to announce that we now have our episodes available that's released on video on Spotify and YouTube. So we're really excited yeah. about that. Um, I guess that means that, you know, we have to look a little nicer when we're recording. Gabe's like, you know, fixing his hair and stuff. So we have our uh, videos available so we'd love your support on those as well as in our traditional format um as well with that being said i want to know what casey has been up to what has motivated her hiatus and um what she's been listening to (laughs) you're not gonna like this answer so i left the pod and retired as a podcast host because um several months ago i started working two jobs oh gosh and also was planning a wedding so i was very unhinged and had literally no time for to devote to any of my interests or hobbies like my therapist was like so what are you doing to take care of yourself and i would be like uh i go to the gym to work out she's like what's the motivation and i was like to look hot for my wedding. So (laughs) long story short, I was not involved in anything as far as my musical hobbies go. Um, So as far as K-pop, 
Um, I listen to what I come across on TikTok. So it's mostly just been new jeans. OMG. Because that's what everyone's... That, like, held TikTok's throat for, like, a good solid month. I mean, also, I feel like really, it still does. It still does. It still I, does, yeah. I had it on my wedding playlist, and my DJ did not play it. We were beefing that whole night. <laughs> I practiced the choreo, the headache choreo, for nothing. Um, I know. I know. It's really sad. I've also been listening to XG Left mm. Right. Yes! That's so good. I actually came across them on TikTok. It was a video about their main rapper. I don't know her name, but she rapped in like four different languages in one verse. And it was insane. And they were like, she's only 15, which, oh my gosh, the the talent is getting younger and younger, but they're killing it. It They are so good. Um, But what I've actually been listening to a lot lately is Vietnamese pop. Very rad. <laughs> Very rad. Wait, I feel like we had a K-pop wreck that was no, or was it Filipino pop? No. Yeah, it was, it was Filipino. It was... Yeah, it was K-pop. Okay. Okay, never mind. Then. So, what is Vietnamese pop like? Um, it's just very. I love. It's like melodic. The tones of the language really lend itself to the music overall. Um, I'm if anyone needs recommendations, Trang is a good one, and also Min. Min actually recently collaborated with a Bay Area R and B singer named Twee. She's Vietnamese American, so I don't think she classifies as. V-pop because she's not like from Vietnam Mm -mm -mm. but yeah I don't know what is going on with me musically I'm exploring Asia going on vacay from South Korea but I'll I'm I'm coming back that Taemin said I wasn't allowed to be with anyone else so I kind of I that really seriously and I I have to respect my relationship with him (laughs) that is true he did say that and um you held true to that I did I actually strayed a little bit during my uh one us phase but i'm back again <laughs> uh your one us phase and your only one of phase yeah i don't want to talk like about a really I long phase i don't really want to talk about my only one of phase because that was like i don't want Taman to know about that it was a little <laughs> too scandalous I feel like the one emoji that summarizes your only one face is that one where like the person's just like this. They're they're like, covering their face. Like, with yeah, they're covering their eyes, but like they're not. They don't want to look away. No, that was that. That's so accurate. It's true. I'm waiting for like the next uh boy group to pull me in with that gimmick, but you know what? It doesn't last. It does not have staying power with me. Yeah. Well, I don't think it has staying power, like, in general. Like, it it was very popular one you cycle. you gimmicky? Yeah, and then it, who's less, I mean, well, with all due respect, like, who is picking them up again? Uh, not Like, me. the next time around. Not right, me. the next time around. So, yeah. it had a short but, but long-lasting appeal for you if I got the receipts out. I remember it was on your top five it, Spotify <laughs> for that year. Within, within like, a month. <laughs> Oh, I I do want to have 
a, a note on K-pop um, as it relates to my wedding. So I think only Nathan knew and picked up on it, but I walked down the aisle to oh, the yeah. Seoul Philharmonic's arrangement of Jonghyun's End of a Day, and it was like the most perfect swell of music. It was almost Disney-esque, but incredibly meaningful, so... I just wanted to put that out into the world because literally no one got it but Nathan. <laughs> it was really beautiful. I mean, as long as it was meaningful for you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, it doesn't really matter. Um, but I also thought about, like, how the song, well, originally, like, Jonghyun wrote that song for his dog, which is, like, a little bit strange. But the song obviously applies to humans, and it's about, like, coming home to, like, someone or... It was his dog at the time, but, you know, someone, yeah, we'll say someone. I I used it to mean t- for my dogs, not for the man at the end of the aisle. Let's be <laughs> your real. dogs are really important to you. <laughs> they are. Um, so either your dogs or, you know, someone special to you that, like, you're just consistently coming home to and, you know, that person could, like, be of really strong support to you. So I feel like that was a very appropriate wedding song, Casey. It was, and it was so beautiful, and I also kind of tried to reflect it in my vows as well, and it's just, even though I did take a break from K-pop for months, I think it's very full circle for me to incorporate Shiny and mostly Jonghyun in this way, um, in a really respectful and meaningful way too. Absolutely. Can't you can take the girl out of K-pop, but you can't take the K-pop out of the girl. It's in your core. <laughs> it is. We were it begging is. your DJ to play View the yeah. entire night. <laughs> oh, you should have told me. Yeah. I would have yelled at him. <sighs> yeah. Damn, that would have been a good song. Mm-hmm. I had it on my. I had it. No, trust me. I had a long playlist, and I he he didn't even play them and he, the bts songs he played were not on my playlist i'm pretty sure but he I, just didn't come prepared like he didn't bring like your playlist i think so too yeah because he he told us he was like oh yeah i'm gonna get a feel for the room and i'll play the songs on the playlist like where i think it's appropriate i have to read the room and we were like okay yeah use your best judgment but like yeah we want to hear these songs and I was pretty pissed because I had been practicing for OMG <laughs> and I had been practicing for, um, uh, fuck, why am I blanking on that song now from Red Velvet that I'm, obs- that I was obsessed with and now. Feel my rhythm? Yeah. I don't, oh, and feel special. So I, I rehearsed <laughs> oh, choreography oh. because I wanted to look super cool. And then I never got the opportunity. Oh, Feel Special would have been I, such a good one. I know, out. but I feel like even if he was reading The Room, we were very clearly ecstatic when the K-pop songs came on. Yeah, so, I would and book I feel it. Like, yeah, I feel like that's the only reason why he played the, what was the second, Dynamite that he played? Yeah, but that wasn't on the playlist. I only had one yeah. BTS song on my playlist, and it was Run BTS, because it's a, it's a... Ah, and I also knew so good I've also been trying to practice the choreo for that but it was really hard so I gave up but I know the the gist of it yeah what a waste it's okay you know water under the bridge and all that we all still had fun yeah I was mad because your 
Chris, at your wedding, your DJ literally played all of the K-pop songs to four people. Just me, Nathan, Yeah, Sally, I was going to say, <laughs> you guys were also the only four people dancing on the dance floor. So he read time. the room. <laughs> yeah, and my DJ said he would read the room, but he didn't play any of the K-pop songs. And you know what? I banned line dancing, and he played line oh. dancing songs anyway. I literally told him, no line dancing, it's my wedding, I want what I want, I don't want what I don't want. And he was like, I respect that. And then he played one line dancing song, and he saw me like evade walking through the dance floor by going all the way back behind the grass area. And he like caught up with me, he's like, hey, sorry, they were like asking for the line dancing. And I was like, they're having fun, that's fine. And he was like, okay, can we do the wobble next? And I was like, okay, yeah, you could do that. And he proceeded to play like two more line dancing songs that he, I, he didn't clear with me. But he refused That's to play any, like, I what was, sorry that this is a rant now about my wedding, but it was really frustrating that people who asked for line dancing, even though I explicitly banned line dancing, got line dancing several <laughs> songs deep. But the people begging for K-pop when I have K-pop and that exact song on my playlist, didn't get it. I also had Taehyung's wedding dress, and I didn't hear it when I was in a wedding dress. Make it make sense. Okay, well, maybe that was for the best, because that's a, maybe that's a bad luck song. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All this choreo okay. I rehearsed for not... I know. Anyways, that, that was a good um, update on what you've been listening to, and your k-pop wedding struggles yeah so i want to transition to talking about one of your favorite groups and i know that one of your favorite groups is Dreamcatcher, and gabe was able to go to the concert in the bay area so gabe did you want to run through a short review of how it went what you thought um to to let us know let the listeners know wait first okay. can you give backstory on your ticket level and where you yes. were at the venue i want the the, the details Okay, so the concert was at the Paramount Theater, I think, in Oakland, which is like kind of a Art Deco, like older, like old timey kind of theater. The seats were like velvety kind of fabric, like twenties. Um, sort of, it was kind of giving like Great Gatsby almost, Ooh, okay, like that kind of thing. Um, and then the floor was all seats; there was no standing room. And then there was a balcony, and I think the whole venue held about maybe like 3,000 people or so. Um, so I got the cheapest, or the second cheapest level of seats, which is like the lower balcony. Um, I can still see everything pretty clearly because it's small. Um, but basically it was just, they had kind of three types of performances. It was either like the title tracks with the choreo, it was... Or a B-side, kind of where they're just, like, hanging out on stage, singing and, like, running around and, like, having fun. Or they had, like, a ballad song where they would be, like, standing or sitting and then just, like, singing into the mic. So, overall, like, pretty low-cost production. Um, but, I mean, the set list was great. They had everything was a Dreamcatcher song. Like, they didn't have any, like, covers or, like, nice. any, like, I don't know, like weird kind of moments where they would have to like just talk for a really long time um which i think is 
So it was like a straight up concert. It wasn't like a showcase, right? It wasn't a showcase. Like it's not like when we saw Itzy where they had like six songs and then the rest of it was like covers and like talking and like games. Right. Yeah. It was like performances. Yeah. So it was like an actual performance. And that was I really appreciated that. Cool. Um the crowd itself, I don't know if you experienced this, Casey, in the Texas show, but the crowd was I it was interesting. Like, <laughs> well, it was a little interesting in Texas, if I remember. It was also mine was also interesting. <laughs> what? How interesting was your escape? Like, like where they did. So there was a few, <laughs> like, I think this is par for the course. Just like K-pop in general, there's like gonna be some teenagers who are like super loud and like this is their Ooh. like highlight of their life right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like this is like the pinnacle of their existence <laughs> as they know it right now so like there was this girl behind us who was just screaming at the top of her lungs the entire time and oh. it was just the most piercing thing that i've ever heard oh, <laughs> and i, I feel like that. no matter where i would no matter where you sat you were bound to have one of those because i heard like multiple of them throughout the whole in a small yeah. venue too that's awful yeah and they would do it at like the worst times like during the ballad they're like scream like piercing oh. scream just like in the middle of the ballad i'm like come on <laughs> oh i you know oh, no. that's a i think that's a problem that i've experienced as well so this really reminds me of when i went to exo like a long time ago and they were like doing a ballad set and they're cheering and screaming, right? Because they want to support their artists, but they don't understand is like we cannot hear them. We can't hear the reason. And you're why they're ruining artists. the vibe of the song. Yeah. Yeah. I so think, my own. Yeah. Go ahead. I think Kate. in general concert etiquette is like different now because I see a lot of these complaints not just for K-pop but like general like western artist concerts Mm. and i saw a comment on one that was that really stuck with me and it was that people now go to concerts for them to experience a an individual as themselves like Mm. them going to like a harry styles concert is about them going to the harry styles concert whereas before concerts were like a collective experience oh, where that's you are part of the crowd oh. experiencing the artist together. Mm-hmm. So the people who scream during ballads, they're making it about them because they want their artists to hear them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I the, which is also part of why I feel like now well maybe now that I'm older than 21 is why I feel like everything should be 21 plus. <laughs> okay. And that's, that's not going to, I know that's not going to go yeah. over well with <laughs> listeners, but every time I go, like, as I get older, every time I go to an 18 plus or an all ages thing, I feel like it's just, the experience is just so much worse than the 21 plus. Oh. Okay. Well, if there we were sections, maybe that were like, because, I mean, there are places where if you get VVIP, it gives you access to a bar, like a direct bar. Right. So, so like should minors be in that space? Plus. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe we could put up a poll question on it. Um, we had a poll. We started Is our that a poll. Hot take? Qu- 
we started a poll question series on our last episode. Actually, let me just go ahead and update the viewers on the poll from last time. We asked, if you can't bring a group's light stick to a show, would you bring a different light or nothing? The data shows the results as of April 3rd, 6 p.m. Pacific. (laughs) 28% said another light stick is acceptable, and and 72% said no light stick. So we find strong support for no light stick. Anyways, we'll come up... Yeah, and the basis of this question was when I was at the Dreamcatcher concert, I saw saw a lot of Dreamcatcher light sticks, which was nice, because, like, they're a small group. That was one of my questions. Yeah. How many polls did you see? Like, the full-length staff. The staff. I yeah. I only saw like a handful. I think most people just had like the normal size light mm-hmm. stick. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, but I only saw yeah, I saw a couple like light staffs and a couple capes. Um, oh. Yeah, but like for a small group, having like I'd say maybe seventy five percent of the crowd had the Dreamcatcher light stick. That's very high. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and then there was the odd like one or two people. Like there was a girl who had a Luna light stick, and there was a girl who had a Twice light stick. Um, and so that was the base. That was the basis for that poll question, because I was like, what would possess these people? To bring a Luna light stick to a Dreamcatcher concert. <laughs> I would never. I would I buy thought... a light stick. I mean, right. this is also for Western artists, but I saw a BTS, an army bomb at the Harry Styles concert. Yeah, I don't, like, I don't really understand. I don't oh, that's know acceptable. Why. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I know, that's actually kind of funny. Yeah. I mean, like, it's not that unhinged, I guess, because it's a Western artist and they don't... It's, like, not in the same realm of existence. Yeah, exactly. They wouldn't understand what they're looking at. Yeah, exactly. So, But I'm not going to bring a BTS bomb to a... A a Dreamcatcher concert or an NCT concert. concert. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Not Particularly neo, the the NCT. NCT light bomb or light stick is like neon green. It's right. very bright <laughs> yeah. and noticeable. So right. if you if you're bringing that to another boy group's concert, you're like, blatantly in their yeah. face. Like <laughs> first and foremost, I am only... an citizen. <laughs> Although the only concert where I can see that making sense, but also it's still relevant, is the Super M concert. Oh, oh yeah. Well, like, but you're representing but, one of the members within the group. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's still. I mean, that's the only exception, if you will. Is it really an exception, though? Um, or like, if you go to festivals where yeah. there's like multiple if artists, there, there, if the cool. artist or yeah. a member of the group is present on the stage and performing, it's at one point or another, accept- yeah, at right. one point or another, it's socially yeah. acceptable to represent them with your uh, light stick. With their light, absent stick, that. Yeah. Leave it at home. Just <laughs> yes. What? Just buy a yeah. new, buy another one. Start a collection. I have All right. a collection. Um, wait, I have yeah, a question. I have a question for Casey. So, I sat in balcony, but what was your experience on floor? It. So honestly, that experience changed my outlook on concert attendance in general because. Not only was the crowd so much like there's they were all so friendly and like very welcoming, 
they gave me a lot of room to dance. Everyone, the reason I allude to my uh, audience being interesting was because they were just standing. But there's some songs you need to just like jam out to. So like they gave me like a circle and I was just like able to dance in that circle and have space to like jam out without like being obnoxious or in, in people's way. Um, whereas like if I were in a seat somewhere, I mean, in your venue, you obviously even floor people had seats. So that's not possible. But I don't think like in a seat, you're like so crammed. I just don't like being in seats anymore. I like to be standing on my feet on the floor, if possible. Mm. Yeah, because when we were sitting up in the balcony, it was like, you know, it was still fun. People were singing along and like, you know, grooving yeah. to the music, but it definitely wasn't the same energy as the people down in the, like on the floor, even though they were in seats. Like there mm. was like a couple of rows of people who got up and like, walked into the front because there was like a little standing area that they could stand in so um yeah that was that looked like a lot more kind of hype but yeah it was also like a 300 bucks or something so yeah i'll pay it i will i will (laughs) be vip or bust like I just think that, like, I'm at an age where I need to experience things in the the best way possible, Mm -hmm. or I'm not going to, or what's the point? When I'm on floor, I can delude myself into thinking they've made eye contact with me, and, (laughs) you know, they they love me now, and we're going to run away together. But if I'm just, like, a light stick in the crowd, in a sea of crowds, or, or whatever... I can't have my Delulu moment. <laughs> they were the girl, me as a stand that I have a Delulu moment. The girls were talking to people in the floor section too. Like Sua See? was like, Sua was like, oh my god, like you're so cute. Like, like uh, <laughs> they were doing they were doing like a screaming contest, and there was like a six year old kid who was on the floor, and she was like, oh you're so cute. Like do the like copy my scream for like for the audience or whatever, and wow. then like had him like scream into the microphone it was really funny so casey in the spirit of you being here has your k-pop family been the same yeah i'm gonna call you out what do you think about (laughs) hechan and tail at the moment why did you why are you bringing up hechan and tail in this conversation out of nowhere Obvious, okay, Nathan, I guess Nathan's the only one who knows, but, like, Tail's been so fucking stressful. Like, I I don't know what he wants from the world. I don't know what he wants from me as a stan, but I guess it's, you know, to fuck around with my emotions. So, no, I don't believe in Hechan and Tail anymore. Hmm. Tail is not part of my life. I am an anti-stan. She's not actually everyone. <laughs> no, I am. <laughs> Tail, if you're listening, I hate you. I hate oh. how much I love you. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there we go. I I mentioned this because um, I'm going to the dream concert with Ashley and Sammy. Oh yeah, I need to get you Hey Chan's allowance. Yes, I need to party. throw. I'm gonna throw some money at him. Thank you. Um, I'm trying to get you know right at the barricade there. Okay, great. Um, Casey is going to send his son, her son some pizza money 
so that you know Damon and you know the rest of the seven boys can go eat. Um, you I think, don't know some you think pizza or In and Out. Is enough? Is enough? In and Out afterwards. Uh, the In and Out prices went up, so I don't know about that. Oh, that's true. Okay, I'll do. I'll give you forty. Okay, forty. Cover the managers and stuff too, out, out of respect, and the bodyguards. Maybe I'll bring Little. your son some sunflowers or something. Does your light stick still work? Your HN light stick? Mine died. Yeah, like we bought like this jank, not janky. What is the right word? Small business. Um, <laughs> small business, like an individual, like creator. Small business. Small business. <laughs> it's like a Hachon fan light, so I'm going to take it with me. Maybe I'll give it to him. I don't know. Anyways. Oh my god, he would love it. Okay, any other... Any, yeah, we will. Any other thoughts on the Dreamcatcher concert, Gabe? Um, would, I go, would I do it again? Yes. I think... Would you do it again? Debatable, honestly. I'm, Ooh. like, after, like... Especially with smaller groups, you know, the production value isn't really there. So the visuals that they had on stage were, like, pretty simple and basic. It was just kind of like the LED screen in the back. Um, I think if I go to a live show, I'm going to want it to be, like, a big stadium or something that I know is going to have, like, either really good production or if it's, like, a more vocal performance-focused kind of perform like, artist, then I would go for that. Where it's like the focus is more on kind of like the vocal performance, um, yeah. So I'm just maybe I'm just used to like the crazy lasers and lights and production from all of the like electronic music that I see live. But um, yeah, I was I guess I'm spoiled in that sense. So no, I I see where you're coming from because when I saw Dreamcatcher. They stayed in one outfit the entire time. And the only time they changed was to get into their merch for the ending mints. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's just such a wasted opportunity because if you're a hot girl, you should have at least three outfit changes for a concert mm-hmm. that everyone is coming to for you. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I don't know if, and also I feel like there would be time for changes because if they're doing like groups or solo, you know, throughout the concert, then the others can change. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. yeah, I see, I see where you're coming from as far as production. Okay, well, thanks for that update. I was also really curious how that concert went because I was really excited when you said that you were going. So I'm glad you covered it a little bit, and I felt like I was there, which was really nice. The last thing that we'll talk about, Casey, is your unhinged standing of your ultimate bias. You have now completed your enlistment as well. So I I want (laughs) to ask you, what was the experience like? What were the coping mechanisms and what, what are the feelings now? So when Taman went off to the military, I was actually really depressed because... We had just finished advice and he had this beautiful long hair. It was probably extensions, but it was super edgy. It was long hair though. He was giving yeah. waste. He was giving androgynous <laughs> and it was like, I felt like a very beautiful part, like phase or time in his life where he was mm-hmm. really coming into his own 
and I saw him enlisting into the military as like a hard stop on that and I was very concerned about how he would be treated in the military like obviously Minho and uh not Ki Onyu and Ki <laughs> they <laughs> served okay Minho and Onyu did well Minho thrived yes he endured and was like done with it and he immediately was done with it and they were all fine but i i don't know i i viewed taemin very differently than how i view the other members of shiny and then all of my fears came true because Mm -hmm. like midway through reports of him like having anxiety and mental health issues because he was like getting harassed i don't think by fellow military members but like paparazzi maybe news people trying to look at what he was doing people yeah people trying to like look at him um spy on him and so he had to like change his he had to go to public service which meant he got weekends off he got to go home on weekends but it extended his uh service duties so like he was originally supposed to be out november last year um and then he was supposed to be out march like beginning of march this year and then it got pushed back to now april um i did have a little anxiety as the date kept getting pushed back like is it gonna happen again and i had to adjust my countdown <laughs> like accordingly each time like remember like last year i was like only 300 and something days until Taylor's yeah. out. Inaccurate. Immediately inaccurate. Like, right. every month. Right. So, I am ready for him to be out. I'm done with the way his hair looks. I want him to be beautiful again. Also, he got a new cat. And changed <laughs> so his... So confused in- by that. So confused by this new cat. And he changed his Instagram handle to XO also OX or something like that. Which is, okay. used to be like LM underscore 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 T something like that. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know what that means. Maybe it's it's a clue. You know how these idols love to drop little hints and clues for stories and, and fans to theoreticize over. So, I don't know. Oh, the I'm just... only thing I see on his new handle is socks. Soul socks. Yeah, it's like... That's how I read it too, and then I was like, "Is it just? Is it like hugs and kisses?" Also Wait, what is the what is the, the handle? handle? It's X O A L S O X. Okay, so, so I, I read online. Socks. Yeah, so online, I had read a little bit about this as to like what this change was, and it's the Hangul alphabet, but just placed where the English alphabet on the computer would be. So, like, oh. the T in Taman is, like, an X on the English or oh, you know, English you know, computer. Oh, you know, Kai does something similar, and so does Onyu. Oh. I think they... It, yeah, so I think it's just really similar. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Anyways. I'll take it. I mean, yeah, whatever. He's, <laughs> he's okay. out. He's, like, entering a new phase, and... I am really happy for him, and I hope that this produces. I don't want him to get in the studio like yesterday. You know, I'm sorry. He probably was. He probably is. That's that what I think. That just speaks to his work ethic and his <laughs> his passion for music. But I also 
want him to take care of himself. But yeah. also, I I miss his voice. Like, I can't listen. Like, while he was in the military, I would listen to... Because I have the CDs. And I have them in my car because my car is so old. It still plays CDs. And... I would just get, I would sit in like the driveway of coming home and I'd finish a song and I'd be like, damn, I really missed Taemin. Am I going to cry right now? I'm so happy he's back. Like, There is, I mean, he he left like a huge void in the soloist industry. Yeah. Very noticeable void um, because he's also very regular and present. So when you take like that person decades. out, yeah, when you take that person out, it like feels very, like, yeah. you, I think you really felt that you didn't get like a Taman release during the year. You, you knew that you were going to get something solid in terms of vocals, dance, mm-hmm. and performance, right? And like, yeah. you didn't get that for a year and a half, like pushing two years, right? So. It's a void. And you it's know, a void. I, I will say I'm going to give flowers to Jimin because if we're talking about embracing both a masculine and feminine side of a male soloist, he his track like crazy, the choreography yeah. for it, the music, like the arrangement of it was giving me very Taemin-esque. Obviously, obviously his vocals are much higher pitched, so we can't even, we're not even going to compare or talk about vocals, but... Dance wise, right? Dance wise and like styling, he was kind of going in that direction. And I think they're friends. So I was very pleased to see that. And now I feel like with Taven coming back, if there is a collab, I wouldn't be mad. They've collabed like dance before. But if we could get a track. Yeah, if we can get a track, that'd be cool. It would be very satisfying. I'm just happy. I'm excited to see what's next. I will be unhinged. And as far as Taman goes, I will return whenever he actually does a comeback. Uh, don't ask me for anything outside of Taman. And unfortunately, side note, I'm not done be- being a military wife because J-Hope is about to do his enlistment now. That's I'm true. Tired. Do we know when? Do we have a date for that? I think it's going to be in the next month or so. Because I I read somewhere he couldn't do a collaboration with another artist because hmm. it fell like end of April or early. Oh, it was uh, Becky G. She wanted him to come to Coachella and perform Chicken Noodle Soup. And he was like, no, I can't. I'll be in the military. Mm. Oh, dang. Coachella so that's soon. In end of this weeks. month. Yeah. Or and yeah, also he's going to want to lay low, like to rest a little bit before he yeah. goes in. So it's like he's yeah. not going to do. Well, I don't know. Maybe he would. But oh, dang. It's like, maybe it's not if, worth it for him to do like a chicken noodle soup. Like right. in California. Imagine he's like, I guess there. I'm going to go to California, do chicken noodle soup and then go straight to the military. That's exactly. Not a fun right. time. Yeah. yeah no. Not worth. All right. Well, oh, we're just going to have to see. Then see what happens with Taman. I'm sure he's going to be in 2023 if not 2024 comeback. Right. I think um, but maybe I'm not ready. Announced it. Shiny. Shiny's Shiny's They're coming back this, year, back this year in the next couple months. Yeah. So they've been working at, at it already. Oh, mm-hmm. I speaking of Shiny, this is a very very controversial opinion and maybe I shouldn't air it out in a public forum, but here I go. Okay. <laughs> is Onu okay? 
I think he... Oh, yeah. So we talked a little bit about this. I think he's fine. He looks happy. Okay. He just he looks look... so different. He looks a little different. Yeah. Even I'll, yeah, I'll say that. As long as he's healthy and he's happy, I support him. But I was very... He does look like he's lost a little bit of weight, for sure. Like, his cheeks are gone, which are super, super cute. But I'll accept him however way. Like, I'm not trying to disparage a person. I just am concerned because we know that diet culture with idols can be very brutal. Mm. And I just never... And I always assume that, like... a. Like they feel pressure to look a certain way, yeah. Yeah, but I thought that that shiny members would be kind of like above that or like beyond it because they are like an institution in K-pop. But maybe no one is immune to the pressures. Sure, sure. Okay. With that being said, we're gonna call you up in the next episode uh, when Taemin releases or Shiny releases. I'm calling you too. Oh my god! I'll pass away. Maybe you could dig me up from my grave. (laughs) <laughs> okay well thank you thank you thank you to casey for updating us on everything thank that's going on me. we know that uh she will be continue to be present in the i'm a ghost idle talk world if not episodes she's still behind the scenes helping us out so we're really really grateful to you casey you. and um we'll see you soon honestly we see you all the time so uh with that being said (laughs) thank you to our listeners for tuning in send casey some love in the comments um we're also on instagram at idle talk pod and please rate rate review and subscribe to us on all of our major podcast directories and podcast platforms if you have any feedback or content requests we have our email at idletalkpod at gmail.com and then we lastly have our content directory, idletalkpod.ubu.ai, where you'll see previous episodes categorized, including playlists, song recommendations, concert and K-drum reviews, and all of the above, including information about us. So give us a click there. Um, and with that being said, we thank you to our listeners once again, and we'll see you all on the next episode. Goodbye. Bye. Thank Bye. you. Bye.